Greetings and welcome to an episode I'm calling A Rebellious House. Last night I had a dream. <clears throat> I'm not going to go into all the details of it, but I don't remember the whole thing, but a few parts that really stuck out. The main point is my dad had visited me and he had passed away a couple of years ago. And it wasn't him coming back, there was like a spirit, and I recognized it as my dad. And there was a, a conversation, but nobody was talking. And I was looking at like a, like a cell phone, but the graphics and the phone and everything, it was different. It was like, it just needed to be typed out so it could be clearly understood. And what it said was, the end is here, dot, dot, dot. And I wanted clarification. I was trying to ask what, what was going to happen next. And I got a series of numbers like you get in, like when you see it in a gas station, you see the red numbers for the lottery. When I woke up, I couldn't remember the number specifically. And as the harder I was trying to remember them, everything came, keep coming into 22, and I don't know what that means at this point. But then after that, also, I saw something about watch the news or watch TV or something for like additional information or update. Or I don't remember what it was specifically, but I knew it was like, turn on the TV, which is a really strange thing. And I laid there for a while after I woke up and I was trying to remember the details and I wanted to know the numbers and I wanted to know some more information. And I couldn't quite get it. I had the 22 and there was a, there was a few pieces that were still missing. And I was trying to lay there and I was trying to fall back asleep, but then it was more like, get up. I knew I wasn't going to be able to fall back asleep and get any more information. It was time to get up. So I got out of bed and it snowed last night. So I looked outside. It was, the sky was still dark. I was trying or at least the, it was overcast. So it was dark to the south. And I was trying to figure out how much snow we got the night before. So I had some snow removal to do. And as I looked out the window, I catch an eagle coming just over the top of the trees, flying really low, right at me. And it barely seemed to clear the roof of the house. I'd never seen anything like that before. It was like the eagle was almost like on a, a bombing mission. And I was trying to remember parts of the dream. And right before I had gotten up, I was thinking about a couple of things. One was about the deaths of Hank Aaron, who was 86 years old, and he died on the 22nd. In the last podcast, I talked through significance of his names and then all, the name, and then also Larry King, who died yesterday at the age of 87 on the 23rd. And I was trying to figure out there's, there's got to be a significance why the news picked up on those so much and the timing, especially with what their names mean. And I noticed that both of the, in both instances, if you subtract the date they died from the age of the person, there was a 6-4. I don't know exactly what that was, so I was trying to figure, figure it out. So I typed in 6-4 just to 
I try to see if anything just pops up that catches my attention from like a Bible verse. And the thing that stuck out to me was from Urban Dictionary, which is <laughs> different. And it said, a higher race of human being who descends from the Nephilim tribe and is greatly respected by all others is considered a 6'4", six, 6'4", four, six four inches. There's a little bit more on there, but I, how weird. How weird that both of these landed at 64 and I look it up and that's what it lands on based on what I've been talking about with the revelation that's going to be coming forth or a revealing of a false messiah and it's going to be an alien of alien origin. And as I was also laying there, I was thinking about Hank Aaron, so I wanted to see some stuff about it. So I just looked it up just to see, double-check on the, the date and, and the age that he was. And I saw this picture, and it was a fan standing with two kids looking at the wall where there is, must be a tribute, it was 715, I don't know if it was how many home runs he had or what it was, but it said 715. And the guy was wearing his jersey, which was 44. So I was just kind of snooping around, seeing if there was anything of note. So I looked up 7 colon 1 5, and I got Matthew 7 15. Beware of false prophets who come in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Then I looked up 4 colon 4, and it goes to 4 dash 4, 4 backslash 4 is what came up, and it was dis, uh, disambiguation. No, it was just on the wiki, it's what it popped up, and I clicked on it, and it didn't have any information, but if you, just on the headline, it said disambiguation is the process of identifying, or it was disambiguation, then I looked up disambiguation, because I wanted to make sure I understood the word, and said it is the process of identifying which meaning of a word is used in context. The whole point of this podcast has been looking at language and deciphering the, the code. Because, as in Matthew 7.15, the false prophets and the wolves that come in sheep clothing, that's what they're doing. They're hiding. They're using a coded language. It's the difference between the meaning of a word, the origin of the word, and the definition, the removal of the fine quality of a word. That's been the basic premise of this whole thing. And it's to see the lie. And to be able to understand the truth. Just in that, the disambiguation of 4.4 and 7.15 was like a really strong confirmation for me. And it made me think of something that came to mind that I posted on here, I think it was two, year, two days ago. It was about making this, the paths straight. In Mark 1, 3, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare, ye the, or prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And it helped clarify everything of what I've been doing. And hopefully it's been making sense and, and helping somebody 
in understanding the language, knowing what the meanings of the words are versus the false narrative that has been put forth under these religious premises, the wolves in sheep's clothing, pretending they are followers of Jesus, but they come under a Christ title. And they don't teach what Jesus taught. They teach what Paul taught and different doctrines. And those doctrines go back and are built on the religion of Lucifer. From the religions of the cultures of Greece, Rome, Babylon, Egypt, Mesopotamia. Same religion, different names for the gods. But the whole thing shifted into the Vatican and you can see it through their statues and the buildings. It's the same architecture. It's the same statues. It's the same deities. And that same thing has been replicated into the governments of the Western societies. And you can see it in London. You can see it in Washington, D.C. You can see it in every capital of every state in the United States. It's the replication of the temples, the obelisks, it's the same thing. But we have been told that is a Christian nation. It is. It's a Christian nation based on Christ, not on Jesus. And that's why I push so hard, because I don't want you to listen to what I say. I'm just trying to help people to remind them, to urge them, to encourage them to go and look at what Jesus taught. If you claim to be a Christian, which People understand it. The definition would be a follower of Jesus, but that's not what it actually is. And that's why the doctrines are different. And you'll see that if you read through carefully, for example, the book of Matthew. Note what Jesus taught to do, what he taught not to do, and you will see that it is different than the doctrines of Paul, the Christian church. And that's why the things that have been folded into it under the name of Christ, like Christmas, which isn't, has, doesn't have anything to do with the birth of Jesus, it's Nimrod and Saturnalia. Or Easter, it has nothing to do with the resurrection of Jesus. It is a fertility ritual to Ishtar. Thus the name Ishtar comes from Ishtar. when I went downstairs, after I, which makes no sense to you because you don't know what the house circumstance is, but I sat down and needed to write something down. And it is replicated from Ezekiel 12.9. Son of man, has not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, said to you, what are you doing? <laughs> But this is what I this is what I got when I sat down. I just want to pull it up so I make sure I remember it and read it just as it was. I had it up. Here it is. Israel is a rebellious house. You are seeing it as the defiled White House, in quotes. It will be made white as snow in the day of the Great Tribulation. 
I will rain down fire and hailstones and wipe away the iniquity of this generation. They will all know that I am God. They will see my glory and be brought low in that day. There will be no more darkness or sorrow. My house will be restored. The sun will shine brighter than the sun. And I will enter my children into my kingdom. The first son was S-O-N. The second son was S-U-N. On that day there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth when they see the mighty hand of my judgment and my wrath upon them. They will see my glory. Declare it, for it is so. I believe that's what I've been tasked to do. To declare this so I'm doing it. I'm trying to show, make the path straight and show where the disinformation, the lies are that have been sewn in with the truth. Through the education system, education means to separate. I believe it's to separate the truth. It is a K through 12 education system, Kabbalah through the 12 grades, in which you get a degree, or also known as a diploma. From the Greek and Latin, it is a double-folded manner of being, or it starts out of a, a double-folded state paper. A state paper would be a manner of being. That's a diploma. If you continue through the education system, then you go to the university. You get an understanding of a new universe. Then you become a master of your own universe. If you get a master's, excuse me, master's degree, if you become a doctor, become a, a teacher of that new, really understanding of the universe based on the teachings of the Kabbalah or Lucifer. And that's why they teach all these other, they call them mythology. It's not. It's not a myth. It's what they believe. It's what these groups believe. It's what they teach. And that's what the education system is built on that's what the government system is built on all these different organizations and institutions that use latin and hebrew what are said dead languages and quite frankly if you're going to get these degrees basically what you're doing is learning a new language whether it's in the scientific realm medical education or legal it all has to do with latin if you go to a different school system, you're going to learn Hebrew. It's a different system. It's the forked tongue, double meaning. Giving people a definition. Removing the fine quality of a word versus the meaning, the origin of what the word is. And that's what I've been trying to point out. So based on the the dream that I had, I also turned on the TV just to see what was on it, and I found that there was a movie on the sci-fi channel. Science fiction. Made up. All these people are making declarations that they believe in science. It's a novel idea. It's made up. And it steers people away from the truth of the realm that we live in, the creation that we live in, who we are, who is the creator, and where we are. 
That's the whole purpose of all of this world system stuff. And the rebellious house has been pulled into this and receives the devil's candy, the benefits and privileges of being part of that system. To be given medals and honors by this world, which we are not supposed to be excited about. <laughs> but what I found when I turned on the TV on the Sci-Fi Channel was a, a, a movie called Paul. Now it's a lot of pretty big name actors and actresses in this movie. And it's about an alien who is a healer. And he even takes on the injury to one character and brings them back to life. He takes on their own pain and dies and then comes back to life himself. It is completely replicating the concept of Jesus, but as an alien. And at the end of the movie, the mothership comes. It's all the false messiah, false father, false origin concepts. And the same alien named Paul, at one point in time, heals the eye of one of the characters. She is blind in her left eye, occult symbolism. And he puts his fingers to her pineal gland, right in the center of her forehead, and heals her eyes so now she can see. Right before that takes place, she's talking about the Bible and faith and all that, and a guy <laughs> tells her that, None of it matters. He basically provides her with the grace doctrine. And now she feels like she can do whatever she wants. She's going to start fornicating and doing all this kind of stuff now because it's okay. It's because of the gospel of Paul. It's a false alien concept that our Creator is not the Father on the throne who is in heaven above us, but these extraterrestrials or aliens that come from outer space. A very different concept that has led many people astray. And I encourage you, time is not on our side if you're starting fresh. The time is short. In my dream, it was written, the end is now. It is here. Again, let me encourage you, read creation story from Matthew, or from Genesis. Read what Jesus taught. Is that what you believe? Believing is an act. It's not a, it's not a state of being. It's an act. And it's based on what you know. And if you haven't taken the time to learn and study, your oil in your flask will be low or empty, just like the parable of the ten virgins. Fill up your flask with information, knowledge, based on what, did, what, what were we taught about creation from Genesis, from the beginning, as far as who we are, what we are, where we are. And then read what Jesus taught. 
For he taught us that we are to look to no man as our teacher because he taught us all things. Call no man your father because your father is in heaven. Don't follow these other religions that are based on the old Luciferian-based religions of Rome and Greece and Egypt and Babylon. It's all the same stuff, same governments. It's all part of the same program. The White House that we are seeing, all this stuff take place, the defilement, it's, it's just showing us an outward. It's a false White House. But there's going to be a time of great tribulation. It's called Jacob's Trouble. Some call it Jacob's Trouble, the time of Jacob's Trouble. But it's Jacob became Israel. It's the time of Israel's trouble. Because Israel is a rebellious house. And it has to go through a refining. That is tribulation. Tribulation means threshing. It's the removing the chaff from the wheat. The word wheat means that which is white. But if it has chaff on it, it won't be pure. It won't be white. It needs to go through a threshing, a time of tribulation to be purified. That's happening now. And soon we will see the time of great tribulation like never has been nor the world will ever see again. It's judgment day. It's going to be tough. If Jesus, Jesus said, if those days weren't shortened, there'd be no man left alive. You want to be prepared for that. You want to have some oil in your flask. You want to have a little knowledge. You want to know what you believe based on what you know. And that's all based on what effort have you been putting into knowing? Do you know what Jesus taught? Do you believe it? Do you know what the creation story is? Do you believe it? It's time to sort that out. It's time to prepare the way for the Lord. To make his path straight. To beware of false prophets who come in sheep's clothing but are inwardly ravenous wolves. To go through a time of dis disambiguation, the process of identifying which meaning of a word is in context. The time's now. The end is here. Godspeed.